Way FM for your Wednesday morning and Dr. Andrew Corbett is back in the studio. It is Life Matters, of course, and a very good morning to you, Andrew. Yes, and good morning, Dave. Great to be with you again Wednesday morning. This is show week in Launceston. Many people will be taking advantage of the day off, which also coincides with school holidays anyway, and taking their kids along to the Inverest Precinct and York Park Precinct to have a look at the Launceston show. Should be good and... Uh, there's also lots of other things happening around Launceston. There's lots of things happening at WayFM as well. I do want to welcome aboard some more sponsors of WayFM. Great to have Trevellan Daly on board the Trevellan Daly, um, located there right at Trevellan. And uh, we often go there to get some of the supplies for our, our daughters who um, can't have gluten and can't have some other things. And they stock some of those things. A great little deli there if you're in the uh, Trevallon area, take advantage of the Trevallon Deli. And just around the corner, if you're looking for a gift for someone, our new station sponsor, Shopfront Trevallon, has probably the gift that you're looking for. So welcome to these new sponsors. Also, we've just gone 8.30 and uh, we would have heard the reminder about Towns Shearing. And friends of mine listed their house with Towns Shearing and in three days their house was sold. Now, ordinarily, that's pretty good. In this instance, I'm not too wrapped about it because these are friends who are looking to relocate to the mainland and uh, for work. And, and I was kind of hoping they could hang around just a bit longer. But unfortunately, due to the fact that station sponsors Town Shearing sold their house so quickly, um, they, they're going to be heading away fairly soon. So well done to those guys as well. Uh, yeah, uh, also just a reminder about our upcoming gala Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, if you're able to pencil in November Friday, November 13, just keep that free. If you'd like to pre-book for that, let us know. It'll be a fundraising dinner uh, to uh, help us get through the summer break. And uh, it's often a very, very difficult time for us and uh, financially. So if you're able to help us to keep doing what we're doing, uh, pencil that date in Friday, November 13 at the Tarray Centre. Looking forward to that. And Andrew, today's discussion has a fairly serious tone to it. You want to talk about the talk that every father should have with their son. Yes. Look, the, the discussion that I want to have today is, as you say, it's the, the talk every father should have with their son. And, and there's some... Some reasons for this. I'm seeing some of the social indicators, some of the, the problems that we're dealing with and I have to deal with as a pastor and some of my colleagues in at City Mission telling me, look, this is becoming a growing problem. It's We're seeing more young boys raised without a father. We're seeing fatherless homes. The, the job of a single mum is a very difficult job. And we're seeing boys raised in that context without really having the, the input of a, of a dad. And there comes a point when every dad has got to have a pretty big talk with his son. And this is the talk that every father should have with his son. It's also, I guess, in the context too, that we've got a number of things that are really distorting how young guys treat girls, how they relate to women in particular. And, and, I, and I think of the, the growing pornography problem. I think this is a huge, huge problem. It, it, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this. We'll wait, particularly after the nine o'clock hour, perhaps when uh, p- parents may have their you know, younger ears not, not listening, perhaps. But I'm not going to be too, I'm not going to be doing anything explicit. But I do think this is a talk 
that fathers need to have with their boys. They need to have this talk with their sons. Also see marriage breakdown. We, we've got, you know, while the media tends to suggest, you know, marriages are, are falling apart left, right and centre, the, the statistics don't actually support that. The average marriage in Australia is still 45 years, which is essentially a lifetime of marriage. That is still the average. So that's that's really good news. But nevertheless, we are aware of marriages that are breaking down. And this, this creates a really, I think, a negative impression in the mind of boys, young men, about what it is to be married, what it is to be a man, what it is to relate to uh, a girl, a young lady. And I think also there is a, a huge push in society for what we might call genderless humanity. It, it just seems that there's this huge push largely coming from uh, academics, perhaps in the, the, the field of social sciences, that tend to push this idea that men and women are basically the same. There's no inherent difference between them. And some of the, the traditional classical values of how men relate to women are seen as you know antiquated, a bit Jane Austen-ish, belonging to a, a bygone era and really out of touch with today. I mean, that does raise the issue of how do we know what's right and true? Is it based on popular opinion? Is it based on what culture accepts? And I hope not. I hope people realise that what's true and right is not subject to popular vote. It's not subject to this wonderful word, which is often abused, the word pro- progress. Progress, a popular opinion, cultural ins and outs and fashions and so on, do not determine whether something is moral or immoral, true or false. Uh, there is something that those things are grounded in that does not change, does not move. So here's what I I want to just kick it off before we go to our first music break. But the five things that I think should be a part of every father's talk with their son, this is the talk that every father should have with their son. And I've got five points that I think every dad should talk with their son about. Here's the first one. Son, despite what they tell you, men and women are not the same. Men and women are not the same. As I've just mentioned, there's a huge push for what we might call a genderless society, a genderless world, a world where the idea is that the biological difference between a man and a woman are superficial. And they're they're so superficial, they're almost inconsequential, and they are the only distinctives, the only differences between a man and a woman. The reality is, and this is one of the the things I heard someone say this, facts are very stubborn things. And, and I guess they are. Facts are very stubborn things. They don't tend to negotiate. They don't tend to compromise. They don't tend to flex too much. Facts are very stubborn and, and well, we might say, very intolerant things. They, they just tend to be what they are and they're not particularly fussed about whether you agree with them or not. And one of the facts about humanity, it's easily observed over the down through history and even in the present time, is that men and women are different. And I would want, and, and I obviously I'm a father of four children, I have a son, and, and I would hope that I've conveyed this to my son, that men and women are different. They are not the same. So the way a guy thinks about certain things 
is not the same process that a girl uses to think about maybe similar things. The, the fact that a guy can go into kind of a bit of a blank space and oftentimes a girl will say to him, what are you thinking about? And he will say, nothing. And, and the, the confusing thing for a girl is, it's true. He, he actually is thinking about nothing. So here's the first point. Despite what you're told, or despite what they tell you, men and women are not the same. And that means for you to be a man, you're going to have to step up and, and do those things that, that God has designed for you as a man. And you've also got to appreciate that God has designed women in a certain way. We'll talk a little bit more about that after this first music break as we talk about what every father should talk about, the talk every father should have with their son. Don't forget too, you can listen to our discussion online by going to our website. Just go to wayfm.org.au. Hey, Cats in the Cradle, Ugly Kid Joe, WayFM. Andrew Corbett is in the studio. Of course, it is Life Matters for your Wednesday morning and the talk every father should have with their son. Now, Andrew, you're counting down five to one. You've introduced number five. Men and women aren't the same. Yes, Dave, the talk every father should have with their son. And as you've just said, we introduced the first of the five points to this talk, and that is men and women are not the same. Every father needs to teach and explain to their son that men and women are not the same. Here's Number four, son, this is what a father should should say to his son. Son, girls are people. They have dreams, goals, and opinions, and certain talents that you may not have. Sure. And this is a this is in the backdrop to the fact that w- what is the picture that most young men get of girls, women today? They're they're on billboards, scantily clad. They're in you know, sitcoms where they're the, the ditzy blonde or whatever, they're, they're presented in magazines for their uh, bodily features, shall we say. They aren't seen as people. Now, I know this might shock women to hear this. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe there are some women that, that, that really do get this, that women are generally presented as object rather than as people to a to particularly young men young boys look here's the solution to this to this and this is what a father should be able should have this discussion with his son the only way you can discover what what a girl is really like is not by gawking at her not by you know uh sort of yeah staring at her and and undressing her with your eyes so to speak that's that's not treating her with respect that's not treating her as a person you can only really discover what a girl is like what a young woman a young lady or a, a woman a lady is like what what her dreams are her goals are her opinions are what her talents and what her flair is by having a conversation with her 
and it's a part of my concern that the art of conversation has been downplayed. It's been, in many respects, lost. That we we have we have entire groups of young men who do not know how to talk with a young lady. They don't know how to talk to a young lady as a person. To to be able to engage in conversation without that conversation having any ulterior motive other than I just want to get to know you better. I want to understand what's really in your heart, what what really makes you tick. To be able to do that in a way where a, a, a girl, a young lady, uh, a woman is able to be able to be able to talk across the bridges of trust that you establish. This is what I, I think a father should teach his son. Again, I, I certainly hope this is what I've taught my son, that communication is the key. I'm, I'm going to be repeating this in different ways as we go through, I think, the, the five main points that every father should talk about with his son. But being able to hold a conversation it involves under, teaching your son that small talk is not unimportant. Small talk is actually really important. You you need to be able to conduct small talk with someone just talking about things that don't particularly matter that much, the weather and, you know, the the football results or whatever. Those those things are what we might call small talk, but they actually have big implications. And when when you're learning how to hold a conversation, you're learning how to move through that that relationship with someone, that conversation progresses from that kind of outer circle of small talk to some of the inner circles of conversation that you shouldn't have with someone that you've just met a few minutes ago because it takes time and trust to develop the necessary relationship with someone where you can begin to talk about some of the more intimate things, some of the more things that some of the things that are that are deeper in a person's heart. So the outer circle includes things like the small talk. So every young man should have his father help him to understand that when you meet a girl, you you should be able just to engage in polite conversation. You you then, as you get to know that girl and as you gain trust with her, you you might be able to move to a, a a closer inner circle to where you're at, and that is by exchanging some facts. And still, we're fairly innocent. It's when you get to the the next stage, which is sharing opinions, that you then fathers need to teach their son how to be able to listen more and listen better than they currently might do. Because it's when you share opinions that's when you get into the realm of conflict. Of course, we live in a culture where if you've got an opinion that's different to mine, obviously you're wrong. <laughs> that's just the way it seems to work. But a father will teach his son, look, you're going to meet a young lady, she's probably going to have her own mind. She's probably going to have her own opinion. She she may even be smarter, better, uh, no more than you. And so you, you need to explore that, and you can explore that through conversation. Conversations are really important thing. Now let's come back to this thing that I mentioned before and I, I don't want to be too crass or 
blunt or crude about this, but one of the one of the things that the the billboards, the magazine ads, even the the television ads, even the you know Hollywood as it presents women as really objects, it actually it undermines this objective. It undermines this ability for a young man to have a conversation. And, and let, let's go even worse. Let, let's let's just put it out there. Let's let's say porn, one of the, the most destructive things in its sheer deceptiveness, what it does to the mind of a young man, is it actually, it tends to validate this concept in, in the mind of young men in particular, that women are just objects. They're, they're not they're not people. They're not people. And every father needs to be able to warn his son about the dangers that you know, porn in particular will will do to the mind of a young man, and we're going to talk as we come out of the, the nine o'clock news after after the nine o'clock news. We're going to mention some of the the ways that that fathers can help their sons to combat this. And again, I'm I'm mindful that even in our own city, we've got too much domestic violence, where perhaps. Uh, a guy and a girl will cohabit, and that that living arrangement comes to a sad end because of domestic violence, and it's 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 really sad. It's really really sad when that happens, and when when firstly the the, the guy the, the relationship with that girl has not been built on a relationship of of the highest commitment it's not been built upon good communication it's not been built upon respect for her it's been built upon something else and when when it ends in domestic violence it's just it's just really sad it's really 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 sad and there there is though something i i, get, I don't know if it's worse than domestic violence it might be equated to it but it's it's just sexual violence just happening out out on the streets of our city it's just there's just too much of it it's and even if there's only one a year that's too much it's just wrong and the, the guys need to understand that when when a woman is treated like this when a young lady is treated like this it it, it actually it it's coming out of this idea that she's an object She's not a person. And dads, you play a really key role in helping to inform your sons your, as you, you go through life, having this talk, the talk that every father should have with his son, as you begin to explain to them, women are people. They are people. You model that in your marriage so that they can see that you treat your wife like that. Your sons pick it up. But then you need to reinforce it deliberately, intentionally. Reinforce it with your sons that that women are people. And the, and the dangers that the, the uh, advertisers who use scantily clad women, the dangers that, that Hollywood, as it presents women who see themselves as objects and present themselves as objects and how damaging that is to to the concept that a young man should have a healthy concept of what it means to be a woman so that he can learn that women are people too it might sound 
basic, but this is really, really important. And the fact that we have so much domestic violence and so much sexual violence in our state tends to suggest to me that there's a whole bunch of guys who do not get this point. We'll be back, Dave, after the nine o'clock news and we'll keep unpacking these points that the talk that every father should have with their son. Okay, well, there's more to come. We'll be right back after the nine o'clock news. Way FM, good morning. The Bureau is saying mostly fine and sunny today with a top of 19, 20 and sunny for your Royal Show Day tomorrow. And then a possible shower about for Friday and mostly sunny on Saturday and Sunday. This morning we're talking with Dr Andrew Corbett, the talk every father should have with their son. Now, Andrew, you've introduced the first two points. Just reminders of those and we'll get on to the next one. Uh, yes, sure, Dave. The first two points, we've got five points that we're making in this uh, uh, concept that every father should have this talk with with their son. The the first one was son. Despite what they tell you, men and women are not the same. And we began to look at some of the differences, and we'll explore some of those in a little. Just dial that down a little bit in a moment. But that, that's the first thing. Men and women are not the not the same. Don't don't treat a girl like she's a bloke. Don't don't treat a girl as if she was just one of your male buddies that that's not the way to treat a woman and the the facts are uh supportive of this that men and women are different it, the biological difference despite what you know some some of the in, the intelligentsia uh tell us out of the halls of academia they're not superficial the biological differences between men and women are are not the only differences, and they're certainly not superficial differences. There's there's completely different psychological wiring, emotional wiring, even our needs are different. So that's the that's the first thing a father should establish with his son. Men and women are different. Secondly, son, I, I would want every father to say to his son, son, girls are people. They have dreams, goals, opinions, and talents, and they have a flair for something. Get to learn what that is, discover it, and treat them with respect. It's that that whole concept that girls are people. Here's the the next couple, and well, let's let's see if we can do the next one at least. Anyway, this this is what every father should say to his son: Son, you don't have to sexualize every relationship you have with a girl or or any female that you meet. Now this is again I know that there are women who you know don't they just don't think like this but there are many many men who do and a father needs to correct this in his son. There are many young men who go through their teenage years and and I think the word is they become a jock. They they see they see women as objects, young girl as objects. They see them as conquests. They they see that friendship with a girl ultimately has the goal of sexualizing that relationship, and so you end up with this utterly bizarre situation where you've got fourteen, fifteen year old girls and boys who are sexualizing their relationship when they should. When they should be enjoying the the innocence of their youth, and they're sexualizing it. And the problem is for a young boy in particular is he will go through the rest of his life with this little equation: every relationship I have with a girl or a young lady is the goal is to sexualize it. 
And every father needs to correct that. You know, you watch a movie with your son where there's uh, a guy and a girl, a man and a woman, and you just know eventually Hollywood is going to sexualize that relationship. And every father should be able to say to his son, son, that's wrong. He He's not treating her with respect. It And I know Hollywood presents this often, that she's a, a willing, complicit uh, person in this equation. But the, the reality out in the real world is that that's not what women want from men. They want to be treated with respect. They don't want to be treated as an object. They don't want to be treated as something you can use rather than care for. And so despite what you're going to see presented to you in the mainstream media, and worse still is things like music clips. You know, if you've ever seen some of the Vivo clips out of YouTube, which is a, a music channel on YouTube, the the way women are presented there really doesn't help their own cause. It it I know it sells product, I know it gets people watching, and I know it sends a message to young boys that women are objects. It also sends a message to young girls that the way you get a boy's attention is by being, you know, scantily clad and presenting yourself let's let's just call it what it is as a sexual object rather than as a person and fathers need to correct this so that when they're watching these movies or these these music clips with their son they are able to explain to them son this this is not good you know hollywood presents women as objects it also presents love as a purely physical interaction and that's just not the case. It also presents love as a feeling that you have no control over. You know, I couldn't help it. I fell in love with them. And that's actually not the way relationships are meant to be grounded. They're not meant to be founded on that kind of thing where it's either just physical or it's just an emotional state. There's meant to be, at, at the, the heart of love, we understand that that love comes in varieties and, and therefore... Each of its varieties has a different level of commitment and therefore responsibility required. So when when two people say they love each other, really what they're saying is there's there's a certain amount of commitment there to each other, which entails a certain amount of responsibility also for that relationship. And let's just touch on it again. And it's this whole issue. Here we are talking about you know, Hollywood distorting it, billboards distorting it, music clips distorting it, and porn utterly destroys it. it. Doesn't distort it; it just smashes it. It distorts a healthy vision of a woman that a young man should have. It's highly addictive. It releases certain chemicals into the body because that's the way God has designed the male uh, body, the bi- biology to work. The my, men have all sorts of chemicals released into them endorphins testosterone and so on because of visual stimulation uh, stimulation rather from um, seeing women treated as a sexual object and so this is the, this is why porn is so dangerous it's why it distorts the way young men treat and view young women and fathers need to be able to correct this so that they're able to show their sons this is 
this is not right. They're, they're able to show them that they can begin to treat women quite differently. They can begin to treat women not as objects, but as people. So this point, you don't have to sexualize every relationship you have with a girl. It's It becomes one of those things where... Uh, you can show your son that a that a hug, perhaps a, a hug, does not have to have any overtones or implications uh, to it at all. It can just be quite innocent. And you learn, hopefully, from your fathers. Sons will be taught from their fathers that this is this is how you can treat a woman. This is how you can relate to a woman. And I think we have the real possibility in our state, if we can get this you know, embedded into our culture, that men and women are different, that women are people, not objects, that you don't have to sexualize uh, every, every relationship you have with a woman, and that love comes in various levels. There's friendship love. You know, I love my mates, but it's not the same love that I have for my wife. I love my children, but it's not the same love I have for my wife. I love, there are certain people that I, I just love them, but again, there's levels of love, there's varieties of love, therefore there's levels of commitment and there's levels of responsibility and not all of those relationships have the goal of being sexualized. And this is one of the battles that young men are going to face in this world and fathers need to be able to grab their sons and be able to have this talk with them and explain it to them because they sure are not going to get taught this with their mates or with what they're seeing from Hollywood or music clips. Some wise and important words this morning. Yep, the talk every father should have with their child. This is Life Matters right here on Way FM. And Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years. what you hear today if you'd like to hear it again we're uploading it to our website a bit later today for you to download and of course you can just go to wayfm.org.au now andrew your topic today is the talk every father should have with their son and you've got two more points that you think every father should teach their son we've gone through some of these these really important issues that that every dad should should have a talk with to his son it's kind of in the old days they used to call it the birds and the bees talk and i think we we need to uh kind of reinvent this or re-establish this so that fathers step up 
and do a bit of fathering. This is a part of your role, dads, as being a father. Here's the final two points that I think should be a part of every talk that a dad should have with his son. And it goes something like this. So this is number two, counting down to number one. Son, women deal with problems differently to a man. And this is uh, highlighted in the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, where the author makes this this point. But when a man has a, a, usually a, an intense problem, doesn't necessarily have to be intense, but when a man has a problem, he goes into what the author calls his cave. In other words, he looks for a bit of space. He looks for alone time. Men handle problems by looking for solutions. Now, it's not to suggest that women don't look for solutions. Of course they do. But there is this incredible focus that a guy will have when, he, when he's confronted with a problem. And that will mean he will seek to be alone. He'll actually seek to have space. It's, it's, it's the opposite for a woman. A woman will actually, when she's confronted with a problem, she'll want to be with people this is quite different. She wants to have people around her. She and, and her goal isn't to solve the problem as much as it's to have people understand what the problem is so that she can garner their just their presence and their support. And by simply talking about the problem, she somehow feels better about the problem. Guys don't think like that. And every father should teach his son that when you're in a relationship with a woman, when eventually you, you know you'll marry a woman, you you you'll together as a couple encounter problems. Her most natural reaction is to want to gravitate toward you. Your most natural reaction is to want to be alone. And every dad should explain to his son, son, you're going to have to firstly understand this is going to be your most natural response. This is going to be the most natural response of your wife. And now you've got to figure out how to step up as a man when everything within you wants to be alone, you want space, you just want to be left alone so you can think this through in peace and quiet, perhaps go into your man cave, wherever that might be. But because you're married, you've now got, we mentioned this before, varieties of love, have varieties of commitment, which have varieties of responsibility. The ultimate form of love this gift from God that he that that he he blesses some people with the gift of marriage. This this gift of marriage comes also with the requirement of the highest commitment within that gift of marriage, as as we might call it when we're talking. As a father should talk to his son about you know uh, um, the the birds and the bees that that when when you are in a, a committed relationship with the one you're married to. It's it's that's the appropriate bounds for sexual activity. It's kind of like explaining to your son sex is like fire. Fire can be good, but fire can be bad. Fire can bring great benefit. It can cook food, it can forge metals, it can provide light and so on, the list goes on, but it can also destroy, it can injure and it can cause loss, especially if you've got a fire in the home and it's not in the appropriate place. So in life there are things that can be good, can be bad, but they need boundaries to ensure that they are good. And sexual activity is like that. Marriage is the fireplace. It's the place that God has designed for the fire, that is, for sexual intimacy. And as a, as a man takes up his responsibility and takes up his commitment, 
you know, a dad should explain to his son, son, that's not all there is about marriage. Marriage, you're going to encounter conflict, you're going to encounter problems, and you need to understand that you're going to approach this differently than your wife. Therefore, she's going to want you to provide for her security, comfort, and sympathy. Sometimes the most natural response you have is to solve the problem because, after all, you're a man. But what your wife will be looking for, what a woman will be looking for, is not that immediately. What she is looking for is those things I've just mentioned, those things that she draws strength from, which is the social strength. So sometimes a man needs to learn not to talk about the complexities of the problem with his wife, but to reassure her it'll be fine. I'll take care of it. It'll be okay. Even though on the inside, he may not have a clue how he's going to address this. But that's what every father needs to teach his son. Son, you know, we said that varieties of love have varieties of commitment, which have varieties of responsibility. When you enter into a marriage, you take on the highest responsibility because eventually you're going to have children. And that that marriage relationship becomes the, the foundation, that that bed, that rock, uh, bedrock of, of uh, foundation for your raising of children. And you, you're going to encounter these problems and you need to understand this is how the one you're married to is going to think. Here's number one. So we're coming right down the home stretch now. This is what every father should talk to his son about. And it is just building on this last point. And we've kind of been building on this We've laid the foundation kind of like a pyramid and now we're right at this thing. But you can't do this one if you haven't got the other four in place. Son, when you have a problem with a woman, the answer is communication. The answer is communication. This is what a father should teach his son. Firstly, he should model this answer. A father should never, ever, 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 ever be physically violent toward his wife that is your son's mother at all and a father needs to teach his son this is a value son never ever ever hit a woman she may hit you she may slap you she may do whatever but you never hit her back son when you have a problem with a woman the answer is communication It's communication. Never, ever, ever hit a woman. Every father should ground this. It should be drilled into your son. You treat a woman with respect. You do not hit a woman. Your strength, your God-given strength as a man should be something that a woman draws security from, a sense of protection from. It's not meant to harm her. It's meant to strengthen her and protect her and comfort her. This is why God has given you a certain level of physical strength. And and here's here's this thing. We, we talked about communication before, uh, very, uh, very introductorily. And now I just want to build upon it just a little bit because... A father should teach his son when you have a problem with a woman, the answer is communication, and communication starts with really good listening. And and we've, if you go into our, our download archives at wayfm.org.au, you'll see we've talked about some of the aspects of listening. But you need to be able to help your wife 
realize that you really do understand what she, what she's trying to tell you what she's concerned about what she's fearing what she wants from you and as you do that you you'll begin to realize that even though it might seem like she you know she might be aggressive or whatever she she's actually really perhaps at, at times hurting aching she wants that security that your strength can provide her and so this is this is something that every father should teach his son that a woman is designed by God to to be in that marriage relationship that relationship with a man so that he is complemented uh, the the word that we might use is completed see a woman brings certain strengths to a man that are not merely physical and a man brings certain strengths to a woman that includes physical, but he also brings other aspects of strength, a different perspective, a different way of handling things, a different way of contributing to the raising of their children. And together, a man and a woman complement each other. And I, and I think every father should be having this talk with his son. You know, bef- while they're still in primary school, beginning to teach them and then repeat it over and over and over. Every good teacher knows that you can't just say something once. You've got to say it, then you've got to repeat it, then you've got to say it a different way, then you've got to illustrate it, then you've got to say it again, then you've got to ask them what they've heard and you've got to go over it and over and over it. And these are the, these are the things every father should be able to impart to his son. These, these are the, the, the aspects of, of that conversation that will help your son to grow up to be a contributor in this world, to become an attractive man. He may not be the best physically looking young man, but if, if he develops these traits, he will become very, very attractive. And every young man needs to hear this. They need to understand this and know this. Uh, Dave, there we go. There's the five aspects of a, of a, a talk that every father should have with his son. Yes, indeed. God made us different men and women, and we're supposed to compliment each other. Thanks, Andrew. You can hear Andrew again tomorrow night from 8.30 with Finding Truth Matters. And we'll have, of course, this discussion on our website a little bit later today for you to download. All you need to do is go to wayfm.org.au and you'll also see the archive of the Wednesday morning's Life Matters discussions. Andrew will join us again next Wednesday right here on Way FM.